Welcome to Realign With Your Purpose. My name is Josie Smith. I'm a serial entrepreneur, a strong and sassy Enneagram 8, and a single mom of teens. And I'm here to show you that building the dream life is possible for anyone who's willing to put in the work and invest in themselves. My true purpose here is to help you reconnect with yourself so you can realign with your purpose and reignite your dreams. I'm here to share the real, the fun, the hard, the beautiful, and the challenging parts of life as an entrepreneur, building businesses, and diving headfirst into the mindset work necessary to make all of this a reality, and doing it all as a badass single mom. You'll also get inspiring and motivating conversations and interviews with some super kick-ass women who are living out their purpose and whose experience and expertise can help you in all the different areas of your life. And who knows, maybe I'll talk to the occasional dude too. As a side note, I want to let you know, you're going to hear some language in some of these episodes, both from me and from my guests. So, If you have small kids around and you're bothered by spicy language or mature content, go ahead and grab your headphones before we get started, because we're digging into all of it, and we're not holding back. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode. I have been having such a fun time over the past several weeks, connecting with so many amazing and smart and creative, inspiring women and talking to them and interviewing them and asking them questions and learning from them so that I can bring these incredible conversations to you here on the podcast. And I have just really, really enjoyed connecting with so many different people from so many different backgrounds with so many different skill sets and personalities and different types of businesses and different lifestyles and different passions. And I really honestly just had no idea how much I was going to love making all of these connections that I've been making. I've always considered myself somewhat of an introvert and someone who more enjoys spending time By myself. And I do recognize that I still need that time by myself to kind of re energize and recharge, especially if I've spent a lot of time extroverting. (laughs) But it has really surprised me how much it has actually energized me to connect with so many different people. And it's been interesting to see how when I sit down and kind of put together an outline with some questions and some ideas about what it is I kind of want to talk to people about when I bring them on the podcast, I sort of start with this preconceived idea of where the conversation is probably going to go. So I structure my line of questions kind of in that direction. But what has been really cool to see is how much more dynamic and how how much more interesting the conversations have gotten than I have even expected. And I end up not following my outline at all most of the time, and we just have beautiful conversations. And people bring things in that I never expected them to bring in. So I'm learning to let go of expectations because I don't want to be the thing 
that holds the conversation back. Like if I have an expectation that it's going to go a certain direction and I try to push it a certain direction and then it ends up going somewhere else and I'm trying to rein it back in and bring it back in because it's different than I expected it was going to be, I recognize how that could really hinder the conversation and could really keep the conversation stuck and and not let it go where it needs to go and not allow it the freedom to just really be in flow because that's where I'm finding the beauty and the value really is in the flow and in the freedom and not in my trying to control everything. And so I'm really making this conscious effort to just let the conversations go where they go and let them flow and and let the people share what's on their hearts and what they're here to share. And it's just been such an amazing and fun experience. And I have learned so much from so many different people that I never even I never even expected it was going to be this much fun. And I'm really looking forward to bringing all of these conversations to you and to continuing to talk to people and to continuing to bring these beautiful conversations and these beautiful humans to this podcast and share them with you because if you get half the value that I've gotten from these conversations Man, these conversations are going to change your life. So all that said, that brings me to what I want to talk about today. And what I want to talk about today is comparison and how comparison has shown up for me in various ways over the past several weeks and months. And I've talked about comparison before, but this is going to be different. This is going to be a different conversation. About two weeks ago from the time I'm recording this, I started doing yoga. And I've never done yoga, like never. It's not a thing I do. It's not really something that if you met me, you'd be like, oh, yeah, this chick does yoga. Like, no, that might possibly probably be the last thing from your mind. Yoga and I are not things that you would naturally think to put together. But my coach suggested I try yoga and being the good student I am and really trusting her like I do, I'm like, okay, let's do it. It was a little bit terrifying, if I'm being really honest, because, well, for a lot of reasons, it's not something I've ever done before. And I don't always like stepping into new things where People are going to be watching me because I was joining classes, groups where there's other people and everyone is doing yoga. We're all there doing the same thing. But everyone else, I mean, knowing that everyone else has been doing this longer than me. So everyone else presumably knows what the hell they're doing. And I know they're going to be doing it better than I am. And so just surrendering to the knowing that I'm going to be going into something, something new, something I've never done before, and I have no idea what I'm doing, and everybody else is going to be better than me, and that I'm definitely not going to be the best one in the room. Not a thing that an Enneagram 8 is super cool with or totally comfortable with at all. As an Enneagram 8, we don't necessarily like going into situations If we don't think we're going to be the best, we like to be the best. 
knowing we aren't the best is kind of a hard thing. But just kind of surrendering to the process of learning and letting myself go into something imperfectly and letting that be okay. Letting myself try something, start something, commit to doing something, knowing I'm straight up going to suck at it and that I'm going to suck at it while other people get to watch me. And it was hard. And it's still hard. Every single time I go, it's hard because I'm learning. And sometimes I'm totally, completely lost. And sometimes I'm trying things I've never tried before. And my body is like, what the fuck are you doing to me right now? I don't move this way. This is not natural. This is not normal. You're going to break me. I swear to God, you're going to break me. And I can't always do it the right way. And so I feel like I look a little bit awkward and weird because I feel a little bit awkward and weird. And everyone else looks super coordinated and graceful and their movements are smooth and they're in this flow. And I'm just over here trying not to fall over on my ass. And it's learning to be okay with that. It's learning to be okay with the imperfections in my own movements and in my own process and in the fact that I'm a beginner and I actually don't know what I'm doing and not judging myself for not only not being the best one in the room, but also not even being all that good at all. (laughs) And recognizing that voice in my head that keeps trying to tell me that I don't belong here, that I'm not good enough to be here, and not only working to actively quiet that voice, but also understanding where that voice is coming from. Understanding that that voice, that criticism and that judgment that I find myself having for myself is rooted in fear. Fear of looking like I don't know what I'm doing. Fear of rejection. Fear of not fitting in. Fear of not being good enough. Fear of vulnerability. And instead of speaking to the voice in my head and just telling her to shut the hell up, I speak to the fear. I speak to my enoughness. I speak to my strength. I speak to my bravery for showing up even though it's hard and even though I'm afraid. I speak to my willingness to show up in this vulnerable place. And I don't try to comfort myself with false narratives just to avoid feeling the discomfort because the truth is there very well could be someone in that room judging me. There very well could be someone in that room who thinks, I don't belong there, or who's even slightly annoyed that I'm there. And that has to be okay. That has to be okay. See, sometimes in an effort to avoid feeling the feelings of discomfort or even of self-criticism, we try to tell ourselves things like, nobody's actually watching what I'm doing. Nobody's actually judging me. Nobody actually cares. I'm making this all up in my head. I'm making up all these fears in my head. Nobody's really thinking these things about me, but the truth is someone might be, someone might be judging me and that has to be okay. And it can't be my problem. I have no control over how someone else shows up or what someone else thinks or even what they think of me. I have no control over that. And the more I put myself out there, the more I put myself in uncomfortable situations and in vulnerable situations, the more I do open myself up to criticism and judgment of other people. And I have to learn to be so okay with myself. No, not just okay. I have to learn to be 
so in love with myself that their judgments can't touch me, that their judgments and their criticisms say more about them and their own insecurities and their own shame and how they are showing up or not showing up than they say about me. And you guys, that is not easy, especially for an Enneagram 8 like myself, where our absolute most greatest fear is vulnerability because it opens us up to rejection, to being betrayed or violated in some way. And an Enneagram 8 wants the world to look at us and see how strong we are, to see how capable and resourceful and resilient and powerful we are. That's the measuring stick we default to for worthiness. And really getting to a place where I can embrace that my worthiness, that my value and my belonging is not in my strength. It's not in what I can do. It's not in what I can do for myself. And it's not in what I can do for anybody else. My worthiness is straight up who I am. It's in my authenticity. It's in my being. I am worthy because I am. Period. Full stop. End of sentence. I just wanted to take a quick second and share this incredible opportunity with you to attend an amazing event this September. September 22nd through the 24th, to be exact, in Denver, Colorado. The event is called Empower Her Live, and it's hosted by Keisha Getmeary, the host of the Empower Her podcast. And if you've been wanting to meet and connect with powerhouse, personal growth-focused women who could turn into the best friends you've ever had, who will be your cheerleaders, your support system, your accountability partners, your circle, or if you're wanting to challenge your perspective of yourself and your circumstances, or if you feel like you might need a little shift, but you're not sure what that looks like, or if you're just looking for real-life examples that the dreams you're building are even possible, and if you're looking to connect with the mentors or the coaches you've always wanted, but you didn't know where to find them, do not miss this opportunity to attend Empower Her Live in Denver, September 22nd through the 24th. Go to empowerherlive2023.com. I'll leave a link in the show notes. And if you want to save some money, the code Josie will get you $50 off any ticket to this event. This is like nothing you've ever experienced before. I can promise you that. The energy in this room, the fun you will have, the connections you will make, the absolute fullness you will leave this event feeling, it's indescribable. So go to empowerherlive2023.com and don't forget to use the code Josie at checkout. That's J-O-S-I-E to save $50 on your ticket. And when you do get your ticket, send me a DM and let me know you're going to be there in Denver, September 22nd through the 24th, because I would love to find you and hang out. And then this comparison thing showed up again in a completely different way. I was scrolling on Instagram and checking out a handful of the accounts that I love to keep tabs on. And all of a sudden, I'm watching a reel of someone I follow, and 
I love her page and I love the things she shares and the things she teaches on. And I've read her books, but for some reason on this day, watching this reel, I suddenly found myself thinking, I need to show up more like her. Like, look at how professional and put together she is. She has this aura of power and intelligence and just just like she has her shit together. And I felt this tiny little tinge of just feeling inadequate in comparison. Like, why don't I have my shit together the way she looks like she has her shit together? Then as I scrolled through, I found myself repeating this to myself with a handful of other accounts that I was looking at in a hundred different ways. I watched another reel from another person and she was just having so much fun, like being playful and laughing with friends. And I thought, I should be more playful. I'm not playful enough. And then another reel from someone else and she was just so natural and so grounded. And I felt so much calmness and peace watching her and getting pulled into her beautiful energy. And I thought, I'm not natural or grounded enough. I need to be more natural and more grounded. And I found myself in this spiral, honestly, for longer than I wanted to admit to myself of just looking at account after account and comparing myself to every single one of them. I'm not having enough fun. I need to be more professional. I need to look more put together. I need more cohesiveness. I need to be more grounded. And thinking that I'm not enough in any of these areas, especially as it relates to showing up in relation to how I engage with my business and as my business. And as I found myself in this spiral of judging myself for not being enough in all of these different ways, I remembered a recent call I was on with one of my coaches. And we were talking about showing up authentically. We were talking about showing up in our own authentic energy. And specifically, we were talking about the dance between our own authentic energy and how important it is to be fully in that energy and even to play in that energy when we show up with and within our business. Because if you're a business owner, if you're an entrepreneur, if if you are your brand, your business is about the energetic of you, who you are, whether that's fun and playful or professional and put together or peaceful and grounded or some combination of any or all of the above. It's about being in your authentic energy. And when you vibrate at your own energetic frequency, you attract people who are vibrating at that same frequency, people who resonate with that frequency, people who are attracted to that frequency. You can't compare yourself and how you're showing up to the way anyone else is showing up because you have to honor your energy. If you're trying to replicate someone else's energy, it's not authentic. It's not you. And you're not going to attract people who you are here to work with or to serve because you're too caught up in trying to be somebody else. So you're going to attract the wrong people and you're you're not going to feel comfortable working with those people because they're not vibrating at your authentic energetic frequency. Or if if you're not about the woo woo here, you're you're not going to feel comfortable working with those people because you attracted them by not being yourself. They were attracted to this 
artificial version of you that isn't really you. So in order to match their energy, in order to get along with them or be compatible with them, you have to continue to show up as this inauthentic version of yourself. And then you're just going to be in conflict with yourself and it's not going to feel good. It's not it's not going to feel aligned. It's going to feel forced. And you can't cultivate an authentic relationship with anyone if you're not actually showing up authentically. I read this definition of authenticity by Brené Brown in her book The Gifts of Imperfection and side note if you haven't read this book it is a must read and not just not just a one time must read but like this is now on my must read at least once a year list i have a few of those but as i'm reading this book now for the second time i've moved this one to the top of that list Anyway, Brene Brown's definition of authenticity from this book, The Gifts of Imperfection, I'm going to read it to you. Authenticity is the daily practice of letting go of who we think we're supposed to be and embracing who we are. Choosing authenticity means cultivating the courage to be imperfect, to set boundaries, and to allow ourselves to be vulnerable. Exercising the compassion that comes from knowing that we are all made of strength and struggle. Nurturing the connection and sense of belonging that can only happen when we believe that we are enough. Authenticity demands wholehearted living and loving even when it's hard, even when we're wrestling with the shame and fear of not being good enough. And especially when the joy is so intense that we're afraid to let ourselves feel it. I'm going to reread that first line from the definition one more time. Authenticity is the daily practice of letting go of who we think we're supposed to be and embracing who we are. It sounds like a simple definition, right? Stop trying to be what other people want you to be or think you should be or what the world tells you you should be and just be yourself. Just be who you are. But we don't even realize how freaking hard that really is because when we compare ourselves to other people, we're not being authentic. When we look at what other people are doing and we judge ourselves for not showing up in the way that they're showing up, we're not being authentic. When we listen to the world or to society tell us we have to go in this direction or do this thing or look this way, we're not being authentic. When we attach our worthiness to how we compare to other people, we're not being authentic. And just like I had to recognize within the fear I was feeling around doing yoga, We have to get to this place where we can embrace that our worthiness, that our value and our belonging isn't in how we show up in comparison to other people. It isn't in if we're professional enough or put together enough or fun enough or grounded enough. Our worthiness, your worthiness is straight up who you are. It's in your authenticity, in your being. You are worthy because you are.
Thanks for tuning in to Realign With Your Purpose. My intention is that the messages I share here in this podcast help you experience a mindset shift as well as actual transformation and growth. If you found value in today's episode, please share it with a friend so they can experience the growth and transformation that you found in these messages. Or take a screenshot and share it on Instagram and be sure to tag me so I can personally thank you for spreading the message and encouraging everyone to believe in themselves and their dreams. And it would mean the world to me if you would take 30 seconds and give the podcast a five-star rating wherever you listen. And if you can, write a little review. These ratings and reviews are everything to podcasters. And they help me to be able to continue to show up week after week with messages like the one I shared today and to do so at no cost to my listeners. And as a thank you for writing out a review, if you write out a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, screenshot that review and send it to my DMs. I'll send you a free gift. And if anything I talked about today really spoke to you, Send me a DM about that too, because I would love the opportunity to have a conversation with you. As always, it's been an honor to share this time with you today. And until next time, you got this.